Okay, car. next book. Um, and let's wait for the car. Son of a bitch. Same car. Same damn car. What are you car. doing, laps? Ah. Alright. And start. Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Anthony Silva. Along with me is my host and one of the greatest geeks in the world, Elizabeth Wallace. And guys, again, it is another uh, colossal week. In <laughs> fact, so much bigger. Uh, there is one extra book. I know, seriously. And we're still going to try and get it all in one episode. Yes. Eleven books this time. Eleven books. <laughs> uh, and we actually are... There's other books that we're just not even going to get to. We, this time we did have to actually cut books out, yes. Yes, we're trying to think of time for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know when you come into comic issues, you're like, oh, hour-ish. Yeah, yeah. thereabouts-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, without delay, A-Force number five. Starting uh, the timer for five minutes. Boom. Boom. The... The end of one of our our favorite Secret Wars books. Um, right up out right up out of the gate as a whole. What did you think? Yay or nay? I liked it. I did too. I, I really liked yeah. it. Um, I'm really happy that uh, this is one of the books that's going on into all new, all different. Will it be the same artist? Yes. Good. Uh, the art was probably one of my favorite things about uh, it. Jorge Molina. Yes. Um, the writer is now just. Um, uh, Marguerite Bennett. Good, good. Um, Wilson is leaving to do other stuff. I can't remember under this kind of time constraint. Um, but it was really good. I mean, it was it was largely we left. The wall was falling. Zombies were coming over. Um, as to which I remember last time we talked about this book, I said, "Does every land border the uh, the zombie shield wall?" Yeah. Uh, I went to Marvel. Uh, this one actually does. Oh, okay, cool. So <laughs> this, this is one. this wasn't just playing around fast and loose with geography. No, it really is on no, the border. It, so. it really was. All right, all right. So we have all these zombies. Um, pretty group. much the zombies you know, like yes. zombie Electro and Octopus, yes. and the ones that keep showing up. And a great free for all. I mean, just every every. Is it every... Well, it's not just every female hero. There are... I mean, we see a There's Captain a America. Dudes. Yeah, but it's it's but mostly ev- the Every the dude is in the background. I think there's only one dude with a line, and it's Namor, and he makes like a... He makes like a, a sushi yeah, he makes yeah, like a, yeah, he yeah. makes a sushi joke. Which and everyone, is okay. And usually gets on his case. This is actually Captain America. Is that Captain America? That's Black Bolt. That's Black Bolt. Black yeah. Bolt is not doing well. But then again, nope. since Medusa is not alive anymore, then that's probably, probably okay. Heart, yeah. heart might not be in it. No, maybe not. But yeah, so many great... And there's this whole series of lines where the girls are all talking about going out and getting into an arm wrestling match with She-Hulk and then drinking some drinks and doing a trivia night and basically having like a big badass girls' night out, all the while they're fighting zombies in the middle yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. It was very fun. Keeping it, it very casual. Yeah. Um, it's it's super cool. The the last book ended with Loki being revealed as the, the bad girl, um, and she blows a hole. Zombies coming. Oh, the Thors were there, and the Thors... All Lady Thors, um, they it seemed it was going to be real bad for She Hulk. Yes, they were take She Hulk away. But the first couple of pages, it's like no, 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 we fight together. Yes, we're gonna the the evil has come across the borders, uh, and we will defend A Four. So you've got um, it's Thor, Gamora, Thor, I think Storm, uh, uh, Valkyrie, Sif, uh, Enchantress, Angela, Domino, Misty Knight. Um, now, are these she, all Thors or some? Because some of them aren't in Thor garb. I noticed. No, uh, Sif and Gamora definitely are. Yes, uh, Valkyrie is. 
Um, I don't think any of these other chicks are Thors. No, but they just happen to be joining in with the fight. Yeah, but like clearly, like every female of this zone. Did you notice this nonsense? No, what is that? There's a skull hovering in the background. What is that? Okay, uh, uh, I just first noticed time I, that. Yeah. First time I just noticed this. I read it on Guided View, so they might not have focused in on that I bit. Read so. it, I yeah. read it with, with it in my head. All right, there's a glowing skull in the sky on, like, page two, where you see the hordes coming across. Yeah, yeah. And it is never mentioned and has never been explained by anything, ever. Okay, is that just supposed to say... Here be the shield wall. This is maybe? where the evil is, I guess. Did you hear that about the thing that he really is the shield wall? Where did yes. I read that he really is the wall? Um, the and, last secret wars. And here comes the traffic. We only have a few minutes to do this, dude. Come go on. away. Oh, you're killing hell? us here, man. Holy crap. We'd pause it, but that would be cheating. Anyway. That would be cheating. Uh, so we go through and we fight a bunch of zombies, and it's pretty. It's pretty great. Um, the nebula no, uh, we, we, that we were calling, calling nebula yes we didn't have any book, other name in the book she hadn't been named um, grabs Nico there's I'm not sure what to call it it's clearly very personal it is um, and, but Nebula tells Nico her name. Yes. Her name is Singularity. Singularity which is good. Uh, good. Which has been mentioned outside of the books. Yeah. yeah. But I, I kept forgetting. No. But yeah, it was... She's obviously... She's picking up... She kind of saves Nico from getting chomped by what looks like a zombie the, shark. The giant shark we saw yeah. like in the beginning. Yeah. Zombified, I think. But um, I think what Singularity is saying is she realizes that this is bad. This is not going to work. And they're not going to be able to fight them on their own. And she kind of gives... Nico her name and then drops her off and then takes off full tilt towards the horde. Yeah, it's it's insane. And I'm, I'm not even 100% sure what she's doing. It kind of seems like something along the same lines of the trick that she pulled um, yes. to hide the A-Force. Yes. She has sucked all the zombies out and they're, they're, the A-Force is saved. The yeah. Arcadia is saved. Oh, that's the end. Um, this book is amazing for the cast. I think the cast, yeah. the writing, all of that. It's but check it out, you guys. It's it's too much to explain in five minutes. But probably one of the it out of the, it's in my top five favorite books of the Secret yeah. Wars. I think. And one of them that had a really great ending. Yeah. So All next right. book. Start. Chewbacca number one. Nah, you've was, been waiting for this one. I'm I knew super you were. Excited. <laughs> um, one largely probably Chewbacca, but very close to that. Phil Noto mm. is such an amazing artist. Uh, I I will. Watch him draw the phone book. Yes, yes. Uh, he makes everything I in this see watercolor him. style. Oh, I wouldn't want to see him do that. That would be awesome. Hey, Adams. <laughs> Seriously. But who's the writing on this one? Uh, Jerry Dugan, uh, who's been doing um, Deadpool. Yes. Uh, oh, well, you can tell there's like a great subtle element of humor going through. But you know what it reminds me a little bit? What? A little bit of uh, I Am Groot. Because Chewbacca never yeah. actually has lines, but everybody interprets what he's saying from his actions and the apparently, context around him. Apparently a lot of people can uh, understand Shrewag. Yeah, though. I I, I kind of it, it it kind of popped into my head. I'm like, wow, a lot of people are understanding him. Yeah, except um, I don't think the girl in this story is understanding Chewbacca she very not. well. But she's kind of guessing from what he's doing. So. Yeah. So Chewie's crash landed on some kind of uh, on some planet. We don't know. I um, like how you first one. see him. He's chilling out in the flowers. What a great first page that is. <laughs> he's so neat. He's just like his ship is obviously crashed. He's gonna have to do something about it. But here's this giant field of flowers, and he's just chill. He's, he's not chilled. Yeah, yeah, no, he is. He knows he'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Uh, so he's crash landed. He's 
working on his ship. He doesn't seem very concerned about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side, we have um, a story building where this girl, uh, her and her father, are in debt to gangsters. They are taken to mines to work off uh, this debt, but the father uh, managed to get his daughter to escape, and she's on the run. She did yeah. not escape unseen. No. Uh, so she's kind of running around the city. She comes across uh, Chewbacca, and um, I guess just a testament to how how sweet Chewie is. Uh, rip rip a man's arms off, um, but he's he's got a heart of gold. Well, it, a heart of gold that takes a lot of persuading. Though she has to work on him for a while before, because he's just basically saying, "Look, I'm just I just want to fix my ship and go. Okay, yeah. I don't want to get involved." And she's telling him, you know, you don't have to actually be mean. I just need you to look mean, which I think Chewie can do pretty well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like, he, he even hides her in, in yes, the bar. Yes, he does. With, without any kind of persuasion or anything. He just, he sees a situation, someone in trouble, doesn't know the score, and just like, yeah, alright, fine. I'll clearly... Uh, Wolfman Jack here and his uh, and his storm guards here are not good people. Is that Wolfman the same type of guy who got his arm ripped off in the, or arm sliced off by Ben Kenobi in Star Wars? Uh, I want to say I've seen him before. I think I think he's been in the background of like either the Cantina or Jabba's Palace, but he's okay. not the dude. He's he's not the same race as the as the guy who gets his arm cut. Was he the one who like in the Cantina? He actually takes the cup down at one point. And you see his face and hear this snarl at the same time. I think Maybe. that's the guy. That I could think be. That's him. All that right. could yeah. be. Um, I like the interaction with the droid in the bar. That was kind of yeah, kind of fun. fun. Yeah, uh, it's because the droid was surprisingly more. Casual than I think we usually see. I think it's we're true. so used to three PO being our main voice for droids. Yeah, we're kind of just uh, used to them. We being. forget they can be programmed in any possible yeah. way, including fear. Yeah, which always just bugged me. Um, but mm-hmm. no, yeah, like flip through the page where he's trying. Chewbacca's trying to explain to this girl. He just wants to leave. Yeah. So Phil Noto in all of his town is really expressing because. There's not a single translation for Chewbacca. No. It's just a lot of the same. <laughs> um, so it's in his physical um, poses and his mannerisms that he's ex- he's trying to tell a story very briefly. Like, no, points to himself. Me, points to the sky. <laughs> I'd sleeping. have to go. Right, right. Um, but this this new girl, she's, she's kind of sweet. For being that character that needs to be your bridge um, or like your... You're um, like the Rocket Raccoon to group. Right. You need a character when you have a character who can't speak. And it's also cool the way they've portrayed her. She's she's kind of like helpless, uh, but she's not weak. You know, she knows yeah. she needs some assistance here, but she's she wants to get her dad out of these ones. She wants to save everybody, but she can't do it on her own. But she's determined to make it happen. So yeah. she's a cool character. She's neat. she's she's smart. She just lacks resources. Yes. With yes. resources like Chewbacca, as mm-hmm. she as she gets. Uh, she's she's very competent. So no, she's definitely she, she's not the dams, damsel in distress kind no. of character. No. Um, but I mean, this book is just kind of it's it's beautiful to look at. Uh, I love the. I feel you can go a lot of ways when you have a, a, a hairy creature like Chewbacca, <laughs> and you can get real crazy with a lot of detail mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff like that. But Noto is very simple. It's with, got a great painted look to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think it's. It's a great choice to make. Oh, there we go. There's go. a th- ah, there's a thing. Greasy Chewbacca looks so so adorable. Yes, love him. Yeah. Okay, ready? And start. Marvel Zombies number four. Um, this has been your number one favorite book. Right? Yes, absolutely. And you know what? 
I thought this was a good wrap up to it. You know, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked it. I liked it. And I was also glad for both A Force and this book that they did not change out the artist in the last book the way they did in the Carol Core, mm-hmm. which I'm sure there was a big reason why they had to do that in Carol Core. But um, sure, glad they didn't do it here. Great art. I loved. The zombies had been feeding on Deadpool, and that's why they were kind of smart, because they weren't hungry all the time. Yeah. They'd been eating constant supply of brains. Now that they've lost that, they're getting progressively dumber, and the word brains keeps jumping into their speech. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of awesome. That was super solid. Anytime yeah. uh, you could substitute a B word for brains, uh, F word for flesh. Yes, exactly. Uh, and I want to see, uh, maybe there's a hunger one in there. They kept on, you know, it just kept happening over and over, and it was always funny. Yeah. So last time we saw uh, Elsa, she met up with uh, the father she thought was dead. Yep. Um, I'm going to say it right here. Called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. oh, I bet money he's going to the other world, yep. and he's taking the bloodstones and killing those dudes. But did we figure out... Now, he is not the father that she saw dead because he really was dead, but this is another version of her father. Because he did say that sometimes he would go to try and find other versions of himself and that other version had already, already died. Dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I get the, I get a strong feeling that this is her father. Okay. Right. Um, and the one she saw when she was younger was a, a fake. Got it. Um, the relationship between them is too specific to me to it's, be a uh, alternate version. Because they did show a lot of different versions of her and a lot of different versions of him, including a couple where they were different genders too, right? Didn't they flip out in some yeah. of the alternate versions of them they were different genders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the Elsa and her father is, I guess, is a, a kind of another constant yeah, yeah. In, uh, in the Marvel battle world. But yeah, he's been collecting bloodstones and that's what's kept him... It, he's, it's kept and him alive, and he's a zombie, but the bloodstone keeps him from hungering. But that's all he's using it for, to keep himself alive, keep himself from hungering, and to use the power to just get more bloodstones. I get the feeling that the bloodstone itself is kind of... There's something wrong with it. Because later, uh, towards the end of the book, she starts withering away. And he mentions, he mentions something about um, like her... Dealing with uh, with the hunger. Though that is after she got bit by the zombie. Oh, did yeah. she get bit? Yeah, she got bit. Yeah, she How totally just... got. She totally gets bit. How did I wash over that? You know, didn't she get bit God. by him? Didn't he bite her arm off? I think that's what it was. He bites her arm off. Right. Where is it? Uh, keep going forward. Forward. We're running out of time. There it is, right there. He rips, he bites her arm Arm off. Arm off, yes. And that turns her into a zombie. I totally missed that. So she's actually zombifying, and he's telling her he kind of wants her to join him in this battle against the zombies or whatever. I don't. I mean, he actually says that in the beginning of the book. He's just like, "Join with me, and we'll fight off this horde." And she like doesn't even look at him as she backhands him with the sword and cuts his head off. Hell with that, you know. And but of course he's bloodstoned, so he's way too powerful. Yeah, he just. Picks up his own head, yep. puts it back on. Yep, yep. I really like the design yeah. of, of him. He like he is in no way uh, like organized or, or no. well put together. He's slapdash. He's it looks like he's got like these splints in his arms. Yeah, yeah. He's got just covered in these bloodstones of all different sizes. He's like tied together with string in yeah. places. You know, like, it's he awesome looks, looking. He looks gross. Yeah, he looks just and he's. 
he's still trying to boss her around. I think you're, you're right about that. It wouldn't have been as specific a relationship if this was another yeah. version of her father. This yeah. is her father zombified. And I don't think all the flashbacks would have paid off no. the same way yeah. if she just met a different version of her father. No, it's who true. was a monster, which would essentially just make him just a general yeah. monster. But he seems to be a, a monster in all incarnations, but she sees a vision when he had made her keep that stuff on her hair yeah. because she took too long to kill that monster and that's what made her hair red. You see her mother trying to get it off and her mother realizes what has been going on and she calls a halt to it. But the father's got Elsa so browbeaten that Elsa's just like, no, I don't want to let you down, Daddy. And the father yeah. basically drives the mother crazy and yeah. gets her hauled away. So. Um, real quick, what do you think about the reveal of uh, the little girl? She's oh, in that was, that, okay, that was really cool. I that actually, was interesting. Yeah. I had to go back and read it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, the little girl is... Like her lost childhood, the childhood she could have had if which, her father hadn't been such a monster. Which is really weird because she's clearly been real. Yeah. So it's not like a psychic hallucination. But it's part of the bloodstone, though. It's the bloodstone yeah. that's doing it. Where so, I have which to settle, like, else oh, has been carrying some kind of magical manifestation of the of her innocence and childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he's been trying to collect all these shards together because he says, "Oh, it's done. we'll never know what he says. We'll never know what he says." Oh, quick! What does he say? Uh, he says, but, but spreading out the stones was was a bad idea. Yeah. He needed to have kept them together. And you guys need to read the ending because the ending was good. It, it is was, super good. It was a good wrap up to the book. It really was. Um, if I want to say we're going to see Elsa in the all new, all different yes. someplace. Yes, oh, with the same. It was the story, the character, and the art all together that I loved. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, all new Avengers number one. Uh, this is the um, Avengers Takeover Aim book mm-hmm. uh, that we mentioned. Uh, I, th- I think last week. Who's the uh, artist in this one? The artist is uh, Guerrero. No, I'm sorry, Gerardo Sandoval. And we've seen him before. I know yes. we have. Yeah, uh, this I'm pretty sure is the. Um uh, Age of Apocalypse uh, artist. Okay, uh, slightly slightly different look to this. He's not trying to channel Joe Mad quite as much. Not quite as much, but still it's definitely that, still... that '80s style. Uh, definitely an inspiration from. I loved it. I, I it was really. I mean, I wasn't. I'm sorry. I saw Squirrel Girl. I'm like, nah. I'm not going to be interested in this one. But I liked it. I thought yeah. it was really. It looks beautiful, and the writing's good too. It's it's fairly solid. Um, I think one of the problems though is that the cast lacks anybody for most of the book lacks anybody you really know so you don't really have an in um the cast is uh wiccan white tiger power man songbird squirrel girl uh hulkling uh and wiccan yeah oh i said wiccan all right i'm sorry i was reading across left to right oh and yeah tippy toe and tippy toe (laughs) of course if you know the squirrel girl books yeah um run uh so this is the one where avengers has is aim um sunspot uh, owns AIM now, so they're turning things around. They're using the resources to do good. Mm. Um, so those characters are all very peripheral. Some even farther back uh, than others. Um, Which, in a way, though, it makes it a good jumping on point of a spot. I'm not familiar with any of these characters whatsoever, but I thought in the short time of the book, I actually kind of you get to know them just enough. You're like, all right, I want to know. You know, um, Al Ewing, uh, who's uh, writing this, does a really great job at within the 24 pages giving you a good feeling of who these individual characters are and where some of the relationships are. Yes, we get the feeling of Power Man and White Tiger. Um, Hopefully, they'll go into more of Hulkling and Wiccan, who uh, have had a uh, relationship 
uh, for a long time. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Wiccan, did did we know him from? Um, uh, Wiccan is uh, Wanda's son. Oh, okay. From was, House of M. I was thinking of um, um, Fudge. I can't remember it now. The book uh, that Chris Boschler was doing back in the nineties. Um, Steampunk. No. Damn it! I can't believe it. It it became um, Gen X over in the Age of Apocalypse book. Oh, it's Generation, oh, Gen Generation X. X. Generation yeah, X. Yeah. That's what it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, he's not that old. He's, okay. He came from the House of M storyline. Okay. Uh, and then brought real. Um, actually, there's there's a real fun part in the middle where um, Sunspot is explaining himself to Shield. Yes. Uh, because. You get a bunch of randos, and they pick up AIM, who has been, like, a bad guy forever. Yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to watch you. They send um, Dum Dum Dugan, who I always find to be a real fun character. Yes. But now that he's aware that he's kind of an LMD... Yes, yeah, he, he knows makes, it. Yeah. He makes jokes about it, Yeah. yeah so yeah. it just makes him even more fun. Um, but... That's where we get Hawkeye. He gets introduced to the team. Yeah, he, I like his introduction because Dugan says, you know, hey, here's my job. I'm supposed to come here and put a spy onto your team who's going to report back to me. And the yeah. guy's like, well, why are you telling me this? He's like, because I know you're not an idiot. So here's your super secret spy on your team. Ta-da, yeah. Hawkeye. That's really great. Yeah, right it was there. cool. Like, it was nice. The, the, the back and forth, him explaining, like, that's just good on you, Al Ewing. Yeah, yeah. Good no, it was getting also when Sunspot's like, hmm. I wanted the other Hawkeye. Can I have the other Hawkeye? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was cool. Um, so Hawkeye, um, Clint Barton Hawkeye pops in. Uh, and like I feel like now you finally have um, a character that's going to be your in. Now, he's not really in the rest of the book. The rest of the book is still the, the previous New Avengers fighting... Weird French people with uh, crystals for heads. I love the way they drew them. It's like, imagine they've taken their heads away and there's a crystal just floating in the air where their head's yeah. supposed to be. Very creepy. Very, it is very, it is very weird. We find out uh, that uh, the maker, Ultimate Reed Richards, is behind all of this. Glad we're seeing him again. I like him. I never really knew much about him, but I, I think he's cool yeah. in a very evil way. Um, it's real great. Actually, this book gives uh, like a one, two-sentence description of every major character that yeah. comes in. Yeah. So, for the maker, Ultimate Reed Richards... Thousand years old, uh, head of Whisper. Now I don't know what Whisper is. No, I don't either. But um, I had actually forgotten he's a thousand years old. Uh, I remember they mentioned that in early on in the um, uh, very Secret start Wars. of Secret Wars. Yeah. They were like, "Yeah, he's a thousand years. He's crazy. He's, he's really he's not years sane." In the, the Negaverse, became yeah. the annihilist there. Yeah, for he ultimate. Stuff. He's not sane. He really is. No, he's he's not. Nope. <laughs> he is a he's a ball of crazy. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's this these crystal headed people are. Ah. Unexplainable. Yes, terrible. Not in the amount of time we have. Yes. Um, I think a lot of the dialogue, dialogue from Al Ewing and Gerald Sandoval's are work. Um, I think I'm in for, I'm, on two. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't sure about this book. No, I'm. In, I'm in on this one. But, I think I am. Yeah. Next book. Start. Uh, breaking up uh, the love of Marvel that we have so much <laughs> is uh, Scotty Young in uh, what's actually called uh, I Hate Fairyland. Okay. We got a variant, so ours says fuck. Uh, fuck Fairyland. <laughs> I wondered how they got away with that. I was like, oh, it says yeah. fuck right on the cover. Wow. It's, it's actually a variant. Nice. <laughs> but that's what it says. Nice. Uh, so we think that the cute, adorable baby Marvel characters that Scotty Young has been doing for, what, a good, an easy two years now? Yeah, the, and especially kind of wrapping up in the AVX giant-sized yeah. little Marvel uh, Secret Wars book. So uh, This seems like 
what has been brewing inside of Scotty Young uh, for all that time, just and now it's bubbling over. Oh yeah, uh, I hate Fairyland is uh, about a little girl mm-hmm. who uh, makes a wish for adventure, and uh, essentially she wants to go to Oz. Yeah, so she does. Um, it's not as great as she thought. She is horribly maimed when she hits the ground. Yes. But it's still, it's Scotty Young. It's his um, very cartoonish animated style. So think of it like a Looney Tunes. They're yeah. hurt, but they are never going to see medical no. attention. They'll be fine in the next page. They made such a great premise for it, though. They tell her, they're like, oh, she says, I just want to go home. And they're like, well, here you go. You'll get it done in two shakes of the monster's tail, which, you know, basically translates into it'll take you about a day. Yeah. 27, 27 years, years later, later, she hasn't aged like in appearance at all she's still like little girl but she has aged every day of this 27 years yeah. she's also a big bag of crazy too which i mean i guess i guess you would be too if you were oh, what, God, maybe yes. 12 10 10 to 12 maybe oh she is uh, so tired of fairyland <laughs> i one thing i really love scotty young um art art and writing on this one this is this is his baby you can tell yeah um, the replacement for curse words, I think, was so much fun. Yes, yes. Um, fluff is used. Fluff is kind of replacement for fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's mother fluffers. Oh, oh here we go. Uh, muffin hugging. <laughs> That's I'm assuming is it would be a, a motherfucking. Oh, I would think so. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not a direct translation. It's kind of ambiguous, but you always know when you get there. So this little girl who I can't remember her name. Um, she embodies the title of this book so perfectly. Yeah. She, and, and the, the world is weird. The moon is narrating her story. Yes. She can hear that, so it <laughs> pisses her off. He's a member of some kind of narration guild. Mm-hmm. She pulls out a Gatling gun oh, and kills the moon. And then uh, her little, essentially a Jiminy Cricket yeah, yeah, character yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but you have all these witnesses in these stars who also talk. And she just mows them down. And I love that the bullets that she sends after them are all being threatening as they go through the air towards the yeah. stars to take them out. And one of them goes, twinkle, twinkle, little star. It's just it's, it's really hilarious. It is, it is pretty great. Uh, the rest of the world kind of know of her by reputation. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of afraid of her. The uh, princess, um, was it Cloudy? Yeah, yeah, Cloudy. Or Claudius. Claudius, yeah, prince, yes. Or Queen Claudia. Yes. Uh, she's really had enough of this little girl who, yeah. 27 years ago, she sent off on a, on a, on a journey. Um, to me, this this could play as the um, like the cartoon version of Birthright, where you take a traditional concept yeah. of hero in another world kind of thing, yeah. and really go the other way with it. Oh, he just, and he did. He totally flipped it. And see, he's done a, a version of the Oz books. I've seen a lot yeah. of them. I tried to read them, and I just didn't find them very interesting, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think I wanted this. I just wanted something this crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all his, his animated style, like we said, but it, it is no lack of violence oh. or animated gore. Um, this, and, oh, fair warning, she pukes at one point. It's pretty gross. It is pretty gross. <laughs> uh, the mushroom police that we find at one point, uh, there's a hilarious dick joke in there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought was pretty amazing. She makes a, a reference to Return of the Jedi in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, this This is pure Scotty Young. That's like, without having just... to, you know, mix it into the AVX, which we hands down love. Oh, yeah. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But with his own creations... 
everything's a little more twisted. This is just, he was he had to be so nice for so long. He's like, I can't take it. I have to be twisted and evil for an entire... How long is this supposed to go on? Is this just... I don't like, know. It's. I think it's definitely a miniseries. Oh, it's it's really worth a look. It was good. Yeah. Um, and so unexpected. I hadn't heard this was coming out. I've been just seeing the uh, the kind of the promotions for it popping up uh, around stuff. Oh, there we go. Okay, good timing. Yeah, that works. That last page, I think, is pretty great. <laughs> I notice our moon is still alive. Oh yeah, barely. But now he's he went from a full moon to a crescent moon. Of course, because she blew most of them away. God. God. All, right, All right, ready and start. This is another one I had not heard was coming out, but I really, I really liked it. Um, guys, are you tired of uh, Image and their really weird universe? Uh, well, let me uh, inform you. Switch is out <laughs> by uh, Stepin Sedge. Sedge. Sedge is Sedge. how I supposed to say it. Which Catherine will know because uh, she she reads some of his series. And uh, I know him. I follow him on DeviantArt as uh, Nebizile, I guess, is mm-hmm. his, uh, his more hmm, mainstream stuff. And then he's got... Uh, <laughs> Shinies, S-H-I-N-I-E-Z. That's his erotic stuff, if you uh-huh. like that kind of Also very fun, but good stuff. Very good stuff. Um, he was already doing Death Vigil mm-hmm. for um, for Image. Yes. And then uh, Sunstone uh, would, I guess, uh, he has a dual DeviantArts. This would be the other end of this his dual This is the other, yeah. Work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which is, uh, like... Uh, erotic kind of BDSM uh, stuff, but very. I don't know who puts that one out. Though. It's uh, it's really fun though. If you've never read it before, yeah. it's not. It's not a serious book. It's it's really. I mean, it has serious moments and everything, yeah. but it's fun. It's it's not a um, porn book. No, no, actually, actually no. Surprisingly, yeah. not. Yeah, it's no. very erotic. It's extremely erotic, but it doesn't quite go into yeah. hardcore porn. So, Switch uh, is a take on the Witchblade story and history mm-hmm. that. Um, from what I've kind of overheard and told is that this is going to be very solid for people who are kind of curious. It's going to explain a, a lot of what is, which blade I think is somewhere in the 200s, maybe 300s now. I think so. It is one of the original uh, image books. It's been going on so long. And I've never really read it's, it consistently. Neither, oh, yeah, I've never really had I've had a hard time. The Michael Turner days, way in the beginning, I, I, I enjoy, but I've never been able to keep up since. Did you ever watch the TV series with the... I tried. Yeah, and it's not... All right, we've done it before. It's not Yasmin Belief. Oh, it's shit, that's what name. I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, I know. No, it's not, because we've done that twice now. I don't remember her name. I know she's had a bit of a hard time. I don't know what she's doing right now, but her and the substance Sorry, abuse haven't done very well. <laughs> Sorry, Um But I've always really liked the, the, the heaven and hell aspect of, of the book. This, yes. It's had a very good taste. And Switch goes through that very cleanly yes. and explains what the Witchblade is, uh, where the darkness comes from, the Angelus, uh, all of that with a brand new character, uh, this girl in a, in a high school setting who is uh, very much like a Peter Parker, like a, a female Peter Parker. She's an, Nerdy. She's an every girl. You yeah. Know? Yeah. A solid every girl. They even I, do a little bait and switch in the beginning where they're like, you know, they need a new witch blade, a new character who'll be smart, who'll be brave, who'll probably be beautiful. And they show this like really stunning woman walking through these halls and then they switch over the page to our main character who's really just more like, yeah. she's obviously pretty, but we're talking about well, more at, like on our level type of pretty. Flat hair, beanie, stuff like that. She's got a zit in her forehead. That's why she's wearing a beanie. <laughs> she really funny. That was awesome. It was good. It's like, like, these are problems we, people have. We didn't know? know people in comic books got zits. <laughs> Seriously, don't they all have, you know, their skin is all perfect, yeah. right? Yeah. Especially when Stephen draws. Like, his, the artwork in this is, is pretty gorgeous. Stunning. Really stunning. Yeah. The colors are good, too. It's really, you know, a, a lot of, um, 
a lot of great he's, work with shadows and stuff. He's everything to this book. He's um, art, writing, color, uh, inks, all of that. Um, and it does kind of have a look of like, okay, this was done in, in Photoshop. But it's solid. It's all really, really good. And that, I think, comes from his illustrative talents. Yes, yes. Uh, so here we also get uh, a look at a young uh, Tony Esca, 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 Young Darkness. Not uh, Nick Fury. Not, 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 that is not Nick Fury, <laughs> no. guys. Even though Don't he is confused. African-American and uh, bald and looks kind of mean and clearly has one eye, it's not Nick Fury. Don't be confused. No. Uh, but he is the bodyguard uh, to Tony who will, will be the darkness later. Yeah. Now, this is one thing I find interesting about the book is that because it's set seemingly in the past of the current Witchblade Blade series, um, does this mean we'll never see Tony be the darkness in the book? Because the darkness, uh, unlike the Witchblade, is something that's inherited through uh, family. Right, right, right. Uh, but only emerges at the age of 21. And they're all 16, 17 yeah. Yeah, yeah. ish. But that might be why Tony has kind of a cast of characters with powers around him. Yeah, definitely bodyguards and stuff. And also, Tony's, I mean, he seems like a pretty likable guy right now. Does that change later on? Because, like I said, I never read the book. I'm uh, not familiar Tony, with the character. Tony becomes a hitman for the mob. Ah, yes. So, yeah, not so much. Yeah. Okay, got it. Uh, so yeah, so life life will be hard for him. You know, uh, I gotta tell you, reading a book like this uh, is the first time I've actually really wanted to go pick up some of the other Witchblade books and read more of them because I'm like, this is interesting. I yeah. want to know more. Um, there was definitely a time I really enjoyed. Uh, oh man, I like Darkness when the monsters were funny. Oh, okay, <laughs> that, that the, quick sum up. Yeah, but this this is a good book. Yes, this was is, solid. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's long too. It's like a good fifty pages. It's a good solid pages. Yeah. No ads in it. Um, well, well. Well played. Yeah. Okay. Next book. And start. Civil War number five comes to a close. Our third ending Secret Wars title of of the podcast. Um, So I guess where we left off was we knew the Skrulls were behind uh, perpetuating the Civil War. Yes. Um, Steve uh, went across in a a bomb that Hank built that was going to take away everybody's powers. Yes. Yes. Uh, and this was kind of the the big ace up the sleeve to to beat uh, the the iron. They called it the bell curve. Is that to like flatten the curve? You know, everybody's going to be even. Okay, yeah, yeah. She was trapped by the uh, scrolls. Uh, Tony went to go save her. Yeah, to, I think to so. you know save the the woman that he loves. I really like uh, Iron and She Hulk. Uh, uh, I yeah. actually really liked it, and there is a kiss that is really brilliant because it is. It is just a, a passionate kiss that you've seen done a million times, except she's so much bigger than him. It's clearly like she's like taking what would normally be the man's pose yeah. in the picture, and he's got the more like submissive. And then his comment ever, he's like, God, you're magnificent. He's into it. He loves yeah. it. It's great. It's a great moment. It's a really awesome. It, it really is. Uh, so Tony manages to uh, get to Steve, explain the situation. Um, Emma Frost, you know, uses some psychic powers to r- relay everything kind of we got in the last book. So now Steve and uh, Iron Man, they're like, well, we have to do something. Yeah. Well, we can't, you know, just tell everyone to stop fighting. It's going to take forever to withdraw. The The scrolls are shapeshifters. They could be anybody. We're going to lose them. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man's got the idea, well, if we set the, the this bomb off, uh, then they should be stuck in that pose. Yes. Like, well, then everyone's gonna, everyone in the vicinity is gonna lose their power. It's like, well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, there's a great fastball special. It is, but okay. So I did. I figured this was a gray, gray Hulk. Hulk. I which really is a thing. It is a gray Hulk, which is a thing. But at one point, 
Steve relays something to him, and he's just like, "What you really want?" He's like, "Yes, do it." And his name's Logan. It's a it's a Hulk Wolverine. He actually yeah. sets out the claws. Though um, I have no idea how that happened. I don't know either. But I'm tr- very yeah. I'm very curious how the hell that happened. <laughs> he even says, "You're the boss, bub." That's Wolverine. Yeah. You know, Wolverine but he's Hulk. turned into a gray Hulk. Yeah, yeah. That kind of deserved its own five part story. It really? Yeah, I know. It's, where's our Secret Wars book about that one? Yeah. Uh, so Steve and Tony go uh, into the trench uh, with the bomb. They're fighting scrolls back and forth, and um, to get everyone, I don't know, like to safety. It's it, it kind of goes one way and then the other. Uh, Steve gives uh, Tony to Emma these codes that bring down the psi barrier. Yes, so uh, she can tell everyone in the blue what is going on. Yes, once they learn that information. They all start diving in after um, after uh, Tony and Steve to help out cause because they're getting they, overrun by scrolls. Yeah, they they thrown the bomb down there, but the bomb didn't go off because it had been damaged. So they realized they have to go in there themselves to take care of it and set it off. And everybody comes in. They're like, "Well, now we know what you're doing. Now we're going to come in to fight as well." Yeah, but the bomb can't be set off remotely anymore. Uh, not not exactly. Yeah. So when everyone's coming down, Steve sets off the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone who has powers uh, loses their powers, and I think there's something in there, but I don't. I don't know if it was ever really explained very well. Um, it's mentioned their secondary powers. Yeah. Did you catch that? Yeah, I wasn't really sure about that one. Maybe maybe they can keep their primary. They they lose their primary powers, but lose their secondary. I don't remember. I mean, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I know that everybody's falling. I mean, you've got Falcon at one point that says, "If you can still fly, grab a friend," because you've got yeah. you know all the flying characters are heading down but very fast. A lot of the Iron who didn't have as many of the supers um, all have like these wing suits and stuff like that. They're saving people, um, but like She Hulk gets. Transformed into her regular Jennifer Walter self. Yes. Um, a lot of people just straight up lose powers, but all the scrolls get stuck. So yeah. uh, it's kind of very quickly glossed over, but they saved, I guess. Yeah, but it doesn't look like Tony and Steve made it. I mean, Tony and Steve they were at ground zero. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The force of, I guess, whatever bomb, although was meant to just deactivate powers, did explode in some fashion, and Tony and Steve are completely gone. Yeah, yeah. So it picks up two months later. Peter and um, Jennifer Walters, yes. uh, She-Hulk, are on a newly constructed bridge, mm-hmm. kind of talking over, um, I guess just kind of building, literally building a bridge exactly between uh, the blue and the iron. Because now there's no, and she even asks, crap, crap, crap. She even asks if she figures that Steve, when he set it off, did he know what would happen? Now that there's so many less powers, is that yeah. why everybody's getting along? Was that his plan yeah, uh, in, in the moment? Yeah. And next book, start! Guardians of the Galaxy number one. Uh, Brian Michael Bennis uh, still at the helm, mm. uh, but with a slightly new cast. The introduction of Kitty Pride as the new Star-Lord. Which I wasn't reading any of the Kitty Pride Star-Lord books, so I don't Which know Which was fun, happened. but this, this is... Uh, kind of weird. I think in the Star-Lord book itself, um, the whole Spartax stuff yes. came up, um, and his dad went crazy. Essentially, uh, Peter Quill is now king of Spartax. Right. So he had to leave the Guardians. Uh, I 
because we weren't really reading it, I don't know why Kitty didn't go with him, because no. last we saw, they were together. And he did mention in this book, he's like, you know, oh, yes, that's Kitty Pride, my fiancé. So I'm like, ooh, did we have yeah. a proposal? I missed the proposal. But she doesn't seem to be too thrilled. No. It's, it's a little confusing. Also, um, um, Peter does not like being, because like any big, high-powered uh, position, it's a lot of administration, yeah. and it's boring as hell. And he's a Han Solo. He is. Wanna, oh, God. You don't want to be the boss of this. Can you imagine Han Solo having to sit through a meeting on shipping agreements? Blech. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah it's not um, fun. Sure, he had a hard enough time during the briefing for, uh, you know, Endor. Oh, yes, like seriously. Yeah. He's like, can I just please go and shoot some things, please? God, no. Um, ben Grimm, uh, part of the team, which... So the Fantastic Four, we know, is not really a thing right now. Yeah. Um, Johnny Storm's on the Uncanny Avengers. Ben Grimm's up here in space. But of no, um, no disappointment for Ben. Like, he's... there. There's this real great kind of opening couple pages where he's saying, like... This is what I've always wanted to do, is go to space. This is why I became a pilot. Exactly. This is why, you know, I flew the, the Fantastic Four up now. There's a setback. <laughs> Maybe a little little bit of a setback. Yeah. Universe kind of had other plans for him, but, you know. Um, but now he's, he's in space, and he's enjoying it, yeah. which is which is real nice. Because I, I feel like this whole Fantastic Four fall apart. Apparently nobody knows what happened to Reed or Sue, or no one knows where they are right now. Or we weren't reading that book, so I certainly don't know, but, you know. Uh, I think it's I think it's going to come from Fallout of Secret Wars. Oh, okay. All right. But, yeah, he it's... It's nice to see somebody enjoying themselves instead of being like, oh, woe is me and everything's hard and yeah. painful and my life is just so difficult. No, he's like, this is fun. People keep trying to shoot me, good. but, you know, this is still fun. Yeah. Um, I do kind of find it weird, the inclusion of the Ch- Chitari now into the Marvel Universe. I don't yeah. ever remember Chitari before the Avengers movie. And now ah. and now they're up there with the Shi'ar and the Kree. Had, and they, ever, had they ever been mentioned? I mean, was there even a mention of them before the I Avengers movies? Or? Never. I've never remembered. Well, you know, the movies did awfully good things for the Marvel Universe, they, so you might want to integrate lot. them in there just a little they, bit. They did yeah. do a lot. Um, so other than them, you still have the same uh, team of um, Drax, Rocket, Groot, and uh, Agent Venom, Flash Thompson. Um, and they're still up to their, I guess, old Guardian antics, kind of keeping the peace uh, however they choose to. To do it that day. Yeah. In this case, it's stealing from the Chitari. <laughs> Which is probably never a really great idea. Probably not. But they have a hold of something that they probably shouldn't have, and so they decide to take it away from them. Apparently something that's, like, yeah, real, I real, real loved important. that scene because they, they took it, and they don't know what's in it, and so this whole scene where Rocket's trying to get them to open it, and they're like, it's probably not safe, and they're like, well, do you ever, you know, they're like, with Infinity Gauntlets out there, do you want to mess around with Strange yeah. Tech? And hey, speaking of Infinity Gauntlet, <laughs> what happened to the rest of the Infinity Armor? You yeah, know? Is uh, it- I think that's Ben going off on that. But there's a great scene where they're just kind of like, I don't know, I mean, it makes you kind of wonder, what would the Chitari be hiding? And there's a great couple panels where they all slowly kind of get up and step a little further away from the box. There are um, kind of two moments in the book that are very, very Bendis. uh, And Bendis kind of that we've seen him... Good or bad is is up to your personal opinion, but it's things that he's already kind of done this yes. year in books. Yes. Um, there's the, uh, the oh, page yes. of just, uh, what's this, 12 panels. Yes. Which we've seen before with Iceman and Young Jean Grey when yes. Iceman was coming out. Now we see Rocket and a silent uh, Katie Pride, Who's just basically sort of like making gestures like, ha-ha, come yeah. on, you know? 
Uh, it still plays really funny, but I it did does. be like, oh, I remember when we did this in uh, All New X Men. Uh, it worked there. It works here. I'm I'm okay with yeah, it. It's I'm fine. It's not bad. No. Uh, if there's anything actually that kind of throws me off, is this new Groot look. Oh yeah, what's going on with him? I don't know. He's um, I don't know. Would you call it a little more monstery looking? He's got Maybe. weird viney. Dreadlocks. His his uh, head head sticks aren't sticking up. I like I like a Groot with his head sticks sticking up. With a flat top. Yeah, I don't I don't like the flat top. I like that. I like that. Aww. Mm. Um, I feel though that uh, anyone who's enjoying Guardians before, mm. still everything you wanted there, it's still Bendis. Um, the artist is different, but everything else is good. Still and solid. start a book that I did not read. Uncanny Avengers number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Avenger book with uh, Deadpool in it. Um, so this one I found interesting because it's it it's gonna give a it gives a little maybe our first peek into why uh, mutants and Inhumans are really going to be at odds with each other. Got it. Um, eight months after Secret Wars uh, ends, we still have the Unity Squad with Rogue. Um, old uh, old Steve Rogers is kind of leader, but not necessarily uh, out in the field. Is that? always going to be a thing? Is it always going to be old Steve Rogers? I got a feeling it's got to go back eventually. Yeah, I keep wondering, but it keeps it lasts longer. I mean, just like the death of Wolverine. I'm yeah. like, wow, he stayed dead he quite a while. He did stay dead, yeah. and they've, they've worked around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he don't look like no old man. No, he's pretty damn tough. He's he's still, like, he's not really going toe-to-toe, but he looks really ripped. Yeah, I uh, wouldn't mess with him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like... I like the artist. Uh, the artist on this one is um, Ryan Stegman, who I really enjoyed when he was doing um, Scarlet Spider. Yes. He's done some Spider-Man. This one, I don't think it's his best work. It, Something about his style has kind of changed a little. Very exaggerated facial expressions, yeah. I noticed. I yeah. do think he draws a happy character pretty well. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's yeah. a pretty good grin. Um, a couple revelations since we're stuck on time. This book I found out, um, the Terrigian Mist that was released... Uh, sometime last year uh, in, the, in the fight against the Inhumans it has been circling the globe it is apparently uh, poisonous to mutants oh that's an interesting wrinkle so yep. to regular non to Inhumans humans, like to Inhumans that don't have the Inhuman gene or whatever it doesn't do anything yes. to them to regular humans it's fine Yes. to humans with the Inhuman gene in them it will set them off it'll tra- transform them right. and to mutants it's um is it's, it is it deadly or does it just hurt them? It, I think it leads to death. Okay, it's okay. not good. There's a scene here. Um, Rogue's on the team. She's not a big fan of um, of the Inhuman that's on the team who uh, snaps. Okay, um, kind of mouths off at a, at a press conference. Um, oh, uh, as I'm getting to my other point, here's a new point. Deadpool is funding this group. How does that work? Deadpool's popularity apparently has now oh. gone from the real world into the comic book world. There's a great page with all this Deadpool merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. That's How awesome. How weird is that? That's very meta right yeah. there. That's incredibly meta. Nobody l- really likes Deadpool. Yeah. Um, Steve is vouching for him. Steve leads the team, so Deadpool kind of stays. Logan, um, he mentions that uh, Wolverine vouched for him, so he's... He's good. Yeah. He's, he's staying. Okay. But like, 
Spider-Man leaves the book in the first couple pages. Like, I'm not dealing with this. This is bonkers. Well, the whole Spidey pool love probably pisses him off on the internet. But we so. are going to have a Spider-Man Deadpool book coming soon. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Maybe that's why he left the book. That's He's like, I'm going to see enough of you in my other book, yeah. so no thank you. Uh, so, yeah, no, over here we see uh, Rogue. Um, she's getting a scan, takes her glove off, uh, like, boils and... Oh. Like, like her arm looks like Deadpool's entire body. So that's from the inhuman, the Terrigen Mist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the computer tells her um, Terrigen levels high. Recommend immediate anti-Terrigen solution. She's got to take some kind of um, some kind of medication. Okay, I thought that was, I thought it was a flask at one point. I'm like, Ugh, I'd be drinking too. Wow. Yeah, it looks real flat, like it could have been a flask. Yeah. I guess it's just a, a vial. Got it. So this is what is going. What we're going to see in the X Men books later of this inhuman mutant um, battle and how mutants are still not doing very well. Just on the on, on, on the beginning of an upswing. Uh, with more mutants showing up, yeah. here we are, deadly gas, killing all the mutants again. Yeah, you would think that Inhumans and Mutants would be on the same side, since yeah. they're both kind of ostracized. They're very similar. But, but they've got certainly got a lot of reasons to not like each other very much, I guess. Yeah. So. Mm. Uh, we do go through uh, a lot of the other characters. We have a couple pages with um, uh, Dr. Voodoo? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Dr. Voodoo. Mr. Voodoo? <laughs> Sir Voodoo? Night Voodoo. There we go, Night Voodoo. Uh, I'd read that book. <laughs> I, I forget. Um, Brother Voodoo. Oh, there we go. Mm, <laughs> it was one of uh, those. Yeah, uh, Brother Voodoo, who was the Sorcerer Supreme for a short time. Uh, he's dealing with the ghosts inside of the, the, the theater that the Uncanny Avengers are set up at. I, I kind of like being set up in a theater. That's all right. Oh, also, damn. Also, uh, uh, a little weird. Um, but, uh, you know, bad stuff happens as it does, and a new villain is revealed on the last page. No idea who he is. Okay, cool. Uh, who was the book uh, in Hala, the destroyer who came up in the Guardians of the Galaxy book? Do we know who that is? Um, I think she's Galactus's current herald. Okay, cool. Yes. All right, good. Don't want to take time away from one book to no. discuss another book, but there's not enough time, so. New book! Almost there, guys! Start! Spider-Gwen number one, um, very much picking up where the last book... Um, ended. Right. Uh, no mention of Secret Wars, no mention of um, Spider-Verse, anything like that. Right back to where we left off with um, Jason Latour and um, Robbie Rodriguez. So the book is pretty much the next issue of the last uh, book that we got before No changes? No fallout from Secret Wars? No changes. Okay. Nothing different. We're right back to uh, to where we left off, you, which is cool. Right. You've been reading the Spider-Books forever. Do they <laughs> always... Does every... All right. Does every Marvel book do this, or is it every Spider-Man where they have to have like the subtitle to the name? This is Radioactive Spider Gwen, as opposed to like oh. Superior Spider-Man. I don't or, actually. Yes. I don't actually know if that is going to be constant. Okay. Uh, like the amazing, the uncanny, the right. astonishing, all those. So you don't know if this is Radioactive Spider Gwen or if it's just Spider Gwen, or maybe if Radioactive. Maybe Radioactive is the name of this arc. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, the book's not. No, the story arc is called Greater Power. Oh, okay. Hey. Hey, the car's back. Car we love you. Go away. Yes. God. <laughs> um, but uh, this book is, or this arc at least, uh, I'm interested in because of all the talk from before about Peter Parker's death and how he turned himself into the lizard and uh, the, 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 the flip on the original story that we've seen multiple times. Right. Um, now with Spider-Gwen, who has now very relatable teenage problems. 
Um, she's late for her first day of work. She's um, having troubles with her friends, the band uh, from you know the, the previous right. volume of uh, Spider Gwen. Right. All that is still real. Her father knows that she's Spider Gwen or Spider Woman. Um, her father knows. Uh, Frank Castle is uh, the lead of the task force that is now trying to hunt her. Um, but he's trying to. Uh, well, no, Frank Castle is not her father. Frank no, Castle no. is okay. I get that confused sometimes. No, okay, no. I was about to say, oh, her father's trying to throw them off. That's smart. Oh no, never mind. Sorry. No, no, no such no such luck for, uh, for any spider character. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, powers, uh, strength relative to a spider, ultimate bad luck. Truly, truly, very much so. Yes, exactly. Well, you know, when you think about spiders in the real world, you don't tend to like them very much. They get a pretty bad rap. They, they, they kind of do. They do. Um, but uh, so the lizard has been kind of uh, mysteriously popping up. Okay. Um, there's word of him uh, gets a um, robs a essentially a wiener a wiener schnitzel. <laughs> oh God! <clears throat> but it was right after the. Bodega Bandit kind of tried to rob it. Okay. Um, which I just find that to be kind of funny. And in, 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 in comic books where so many times the badass is... The, or the bad guy is the badass, yeah. the, bo- the Bodega Bandit is far from... He's not even a D-lister. He is definition Z-list. Uh, well, you got to figure there's going to be some who try it and it just doesn't work. Yeah, know? like yeah. he just... He has no powers. He just puts on a mask. He's got his dog in a mask and all that. Mm. Uh, so he's ridiculous in the beginning, but we catch up to get information from him later. And it's kind of a bummer because clearly mm. he's lost his dog. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Isn't that funny how that happens? I'm like, well, he's just a jerk and a loser. Oh, puppy. Oh, no. As oh, soon as, no. as, oh, as, soon as something bad happens to an animal, oh, that's, that it's is just, it. It's done. Um, so Spider-Gwen's following clues. Uh, because there should be only one lizard, which yeah. is Peter. Yeah. But Peter did work with Doc Connors, who is our normal lizard. So she's kind of shaking him down. She's going down into um, the sewers. We find a lot of random animals. Uh, and she is attacked by many um, lizard men people. Yeah. Might, might not all be men. Lizard people. Lizard, to, yeah, to, let's to be, be gender, gender correct. Yeah, sure. Uh, kind of getting a little overwhelmed, and uh, weirdly enough, Captain America uh, oh. comes to save her. Sam Wilson? No. 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 A lady. Lady Captain America. Lady Captain America. Lady African American Captain America. Yeah. So very nice. Doubling down on race swapping, gender swapping. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's. I I mean, it's. I'm really interested to see kind of how the whole Peter Parker thing went down because it's right. only been talked about and it's only been in kind of flashbacks and that's yeah. cool. And I do, I do like this art style and I really like Gwen Stacy's problems right. because those are unique. Right. Watching her swim, uh, swing through the city and beating up bad guys. That's not new to me. Right. I'm way more interested in all this peripheral things. Sure. Sure. Uh, but now I have a female, uh, Captain America to be really interested in and as well. And it looks well. like a female teenage Captain America, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, still, these books don't have to for me, fit into the continuity of the rest of the, um, yes, yes, I'm turning you off. Uh, they don't have to fit into the continuity no. of the rest of the Marvel Universe. Uh, so. My impression is we'll still have a multiverse after Secret Wars. Sweet, but just not necessarily an ultimate. The uh, ultimate no, world is gone. Not an ultimate. Yeah. Uh, and there are clearly overlaps like we've seen cool. with uh, cool. Old Man Logan right. and Extraordinary X-Men, which was supposed to come out this week. Oh, dear. Oh, well, but it's yeah. been pushed back to a date I don't know. Oh, if they do a good job on it, take your time. <clears throat> yeah, right. And okay, last book, everybody. Dart. 
Superman, Lois, and Clark. Uh, uh, what, I hear you uh, say, listener? Related yes. to the TV show? or Not exactly. All right. But let me break this down. Because, okay, please uh, do, because this is another book that I did not get a chance to read this week. It's not weird, but it's weird. Okay, all right. So the uh, old Superman that we know and love and came up with with, with red underwear is now in the New 52 post-convergence DC world. Oh, wait. Okay. Is he depowered? Is he nope. regular? He is exactly the same. Uh, he does seem to have some kind of power fluctuations, mm-hmm. but he has been in the shadows apparently since the beginning. The first couple pages uh, open up with the fight in the first Justice League arc against Darkseid. Sure. Superman uh, narrating, saying that he watched this young group of inexperienced heroes come together for the first time uh, fighting Darkseid, the super powerful villain. Right. He almost felt he had to step in for a second, but he stayed back uh, and has been letting the world essentially do whatever it has to do. How does the completely or almost completely depowered Clark fit into this? He doesn't. Okay, this is a different world in post This is the same world. What? He- Depowered Clark that we've been enjoying is just yes. not in this book, and nobody has any idea that the original Superman is here. Okay, I'm confused. So it's not fitting into the same continuity as the depowered Superman that we've been enjoying? No, it has, but in the background. Mm-hmm. They're not they're moving parallel to each other, but they are not crossing over. Okay, so it's a different so it's wait. We have two. All right, we have two Superman. All right, we have two Superman. Yes. Now, so have they explained that that there we have like a parallel universe Superman existing in the same time? Convergence. Okay, that's true. And we did say that all you got to do is say convergence. This, so that explains everything. But this actually explains it. So we, for the first time, convergence has made like a real impact. So we're just going to have two Supermen running around. We have two Supermen. Okay, the that's original post fifty pre yes. po, pre fifty two. Right. And our current. Uh, Superman. This is, this, it's funny. It's getting, I'd say it's getting confusing. We already went through that door a long time ago, so. All right, fine. We have two Supermen. Whatever. We have have two Supermen. Um, Because if you remember at the end of Convergence, they're like, oh, our world is gone. We're going to go do the, um, we're going to do Crisis on Infinite Earths again. Sure. Well, after that, they explain, um, they again kind of went into wormholes in popped out in other places. Lois Clark and their baby popped out in our current DC universe. Okay, that, all right, I understand. That's good. So that's that's how that goes. I was just worried that this was another one of those books where something was going on and they didn't have any relationship to each other. And he said, but they do. I'm like, but they don't, you know? (laughs) They do, but they don't. (laughs) Uh, So this is also the same Lois Lane that we've essentially grown up with. Okay, all right. Uh, And they have a little baby named Jonathan. Okay, Oh, uh, named after his father. Okay, got it. <clears throat> so there's a there's a hyphen, uh, an apostrophe in there someplace, right, Jonathan? <laughs> no, no, that's Jor-El. Oh, Jonathan okay, so... Kent is uh, Superman's Earth dad. Oh, okay, yeah. but they put a, an apostrophe in there. I'm sure, just you know, probably just, just yeah, for, just... for Superman's dad. So you know, <laughs> just, his other dad. Just know? so it can be Kryptonian. Sure. Uh, so apparently, for years. This has been happening. Mm. Uh, I'll note these two panels that show you that time has passed. Dilapidated window, all nice and clean. Oh, nice. That's good. Rainy <laughs> sunshine. Clearly, at least the day has passed. You ever heard of that? how they do that in uh, in movies? You know, like on The Lion King, when they're walking across the log and they slowly get older, they call yeah. it the time log. Well, this is the time window. So <laughs> Pretty, <there you> much. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty uh, much. So now we have a, a very young, maybe around nine, uh, Jonathan, who... Um, 
very much a child. Uh, apparent, uh, no visible powers yet. Okay. Um, it's kind of complaining about being a kid on a farm. Uh, Superman, um, our red underwear Superman. <laughs> like how that's what we're calling yeah. him. Yeah. Still out there doing good. But now in a black suit with a silver emblem, much like Death of Superman, uh, you guys might remember, uh, sporting the beard that okay. uh, our current Superman no longer has anymore. Looking a little bit like Bruce Wayne in these pictures, too. I'm like, come on, DC, bit. let's not get not, too confused. Not too <laughs> Any more far away so from, than we already are. Not too far away from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they mentioned apparently he's having power fluctuations for some reason. Uh, this could possibly be related to the power fluctuations that our Superman has had. The universe is trying to combine the two? Maybe. Yeah. There, there might be some, some foldover. But um, this book is con- congruent. Ah. It's happening at the same time. Ah. Um, I'm sorry, he really looks a lot like Bruce Wayne here. Yes, I'm like, does. I want to see the two of them meet up with each other. That'd yeah. be hilarious. Um, real quickly, uh, one other interesting thing to, to grab you. Superman has been kind of going through the background, also trying to prevent the incidences that made his old enemies. Oh. Uh, in this one at the end, he tries to, tries to save Hank uh, Henshaw, yeah. who is Cyborg Superman. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, huh. Does so it work? Uh, we don't know. Okay. We don't know uh, at the end of the book. Okay. So uh, that is 11, 11 books. books, guys. All right. Uh, made it. Uh, this podcast will be a little over uh, an hour, but just barely. Just, 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 just barely. Just a smidge. Forgive us. We've gone way longer. <laughs> we talked about a lot of books. Oh, my God. So many yes. books, guys. Uh, so now for the social medias, you know you can get a hold of us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Pinterest. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DeviantArt. Okay, DeviantArt. Yeah, there's another one. Draw us a picture. Let us know what books uh, you guys read. We are in such a high volume of books coming out weekly right now. Mm -hmm. We we cannot get to them. Uh, Send us your your review, and we will read it on the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, And don't think, oh, they must get many. Clearly, mine won't get through. Have you heard one yet, guys? (laughs) No, not yet, because we keep asking. So please, come on, we want to hear from you. Uh, so uh, do that, guys, and make sure that you're following us on your favorite social medias. Uh, heads up, we you, you already know, but we've got some uh, cool things coming up. Uh, November seventh uh, is the um, Extra Life 24-hour Gameathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be with Pixelated Geek uh, raising money for Reedy's uh, Children's Hospital. 24 hours of streaming. Uh, gaming-related content, That's right. uh, of which all many or most. Uh, of us will uh, will be in. So yes. that's that's just a good time raising money uh, for a good cause. November 15th, CraneCon, everybody. Uh, once again, we have a booth. Uh, we're talking out uh, our panel situation. Uh, bring a toy. Again, more fun for uh, Radies Children's Hospital, uh, an amazing uh, hospital here in San Diego. They do a lot of good work. Absolutely. Uh, so mark time on your calendars uh, for that, guys. It's a one-day convention in a parking lot but really a lot of fun mm, last year a lot, a lot of, of cosplayers came out for us um, cool. good vendors too out mm-hmm, there mm-hmm, got mm-hmm. me a predaking nice um the website you guys know we're a part of pixelatedgeek.com full of all kinds of uh, uh articles news many reviews uh books from both Catherine and elizabeth uh and podcast guys all the podcasts we're kind of good at it yeah we are uh we have two geeks in a podcast Pixel Clicks podcast, comic issues, you know you're listening to it right now, guys. Yeah. Binary System podcast yeah. and movie issues. Uh, almost enough uh, for every day of the week, but we have a bi-weekly schedule on yeah. a couple of those. It's all right. So you can squeeze in a Nerdist or a Smodcast if you feel like. Yeah. 
Uh, if you want just this good comic-y goodness, uh, we've bumped up our Marvel previews again because uh, they sent them to us. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, this all-new, all-different stuff coming out. So check out comic-issues.com uh, if that is your jam and you just want to get that straight into your eye, hole, eye holes. <laughs> Ear holes? <laughs> eye holes. No, we're reading it. That's right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> eye holes. Download the podcast uh for your ear holes. There we go. Ooh, uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Podbay, and Weird German Sites. Yes, there we go. We haven't mentioned those guys in a while. That's right. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, if you can do it on Stitcher, do it there as well. Yeah. You uh, can put a comment on Podbay. The commenters on Podbay are pretty cool. Ooh. Yeah, they I are. I gotta check they, that out. Yeah. Uh, so that is it, everybody, for this week. Uh, until next week, I'm Anthony Silva. Elizabeth Wallace. And good geeking. Good geeking.